Democrats have a new narrative, and it's insulting over half the country. The border crisis claims more lives, and everything is racist. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, you know, I was thinking this week, weekend, and something really bothered me. And usually what I do is, I, I on the weekends, I read all the newspapers. I read the Wall Street Journal. I read the Washington Post. I read the New York Times. And I only read the opinion articles. I, I don't actually read the news stories. But I did this weekend. I did this weekend. I read some of the news stories from the Washington Post. And I just see the slant on everything. And even the Washington, even the Wall Street Journal, which slants right, it, it doesn't actually slant left. Even them, I, I read them sometimes, and I'm just thinking to myself, wow. I One of the things that bothers me, it just seems like we are not in the same space anymore as a country. There seems to be, especially on the left, this need to destroy everything. And I'm going to read a couple of these articles, probably not soon. I've saved them and... When I just decide one Saturday I, I'm just going to do a podcast out of nowhere, reading one of these articles, I'm thinking to myself, especially the Washington Post and the New York Times, they keep talking about saving democracy and all this stuff. And I've already told you, I I don't believe my version of democracy and their version of democracy are the same thing. And we hear about, we heard it this weekend from the left, there's nothing but hate. There's nothing but destruction. All they do is destroy. And we can see this. These are pro-abortion people. Abortion is basically killing, terminating children. No matter how you look at it, in the old days, it used to be seen as that. It used to be seen that abortion is bad, but sometimes you have to have one. And the female would feel bad about it after it was done. It's not like that anymore. Crime, destroying the, the justice system. Crime, letting murderers out, which is what this John Fetterman wants to do in Pennsylvania. I, I don't understand how you can systemically destroy a country that has been successful for so long and been incredibly successful and sit back and just tear it apart like it is. And you're not tearing it apart in a good way. You're not fixing anything. And that's what the left does. The left destroys everything. Abortion, cutting up little girls to make them look like little boys. Which is, and then saying it's scientific. That's the other thing. Like a little girl can become a little boy. I got into, I got into a conversation with someone last week. And it wasn't a Twitter, but I, it's someone that I talk to all the time. And one of the things he said was, well, I mean, this is a not a bad thing. It's, it's freedom. I said, but freedom from what? Why is, how is it, we were talking about uh, the transitioning little boys and little girls. 
And we're talking 16, 12, 11, 10. And I talked to you last week about the transitioning of a little boy to a little girl. The father didn't want it, but the mother, who was supposedly a trans person, she's not. She's a, she's a she. She's still a she. I said, no, this is not a thing that I could live with. It's not right. It's immoral. Abortion is immoral. Transing kids is immoral. Feeding into their mental delusions is immoral. This weekend, there was actually a uh, podcast where a doctor had was giving getting all sorts of crap because the doctor said, girls cannot become boys, boys cannot become girls, and therefore we shouldn't be cutting up boys and girls. He goes, that's science. I'm sorry, that's science. Um... There's a country singer's wife this week said, mom and dad, she tweeted this, Instagram. Why people keep throwing controversial things up onto Instagram or onto social media? I'll never know why, especially famous people, because they know they're going to get backlash for it. She tweeted, because she was apparently a tomboy as a child, thank you for not transitioning me to a boy, because I love the girly life. She got a ration of crap for that. And it, all she's saying, and then, well, the good news for her, she didn't apologize. She said, well, yeah, I think it's wrong that you people are cutting up little girls and little boys because they've got maybe a mental issue. There's another doctor that sat there and said, well, I mean, little girls and little boys that think that they are the opposite sex, they have mental problems and it needs to be handled. All of these things is tearing at this country, that we can't just look at reality. It has become feelings versus reality in this country. Feelings, subjectiveness, how I feel, that has become more important than reality. And because reality isn't the way you like it, we need to tear down the reality. And that's what we're doing in this country. We're tearing down the reality. And that's a bad thing. A very, very bad thing. So I decided I, I needed to start off with that because it really bothered me this weekend, especially reading some of the some of the definitions of democracy on on uh, Washington with within the Washington Post and the New York Times. And it just, and I'm going to read some of these articles to you. I just don't know when. But, yeah. Okay, well, let's get to the news. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, my weekend was okay. It wasn't great. It was just okay. So, here we go. Um, some quick news here. Uh, there was evidence that Joe Biden not only knew, but may have ordered the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Biden... Last, just last week, just on Thursday, said he had no notification that this was happening. I told you then he was lying. Now we know he was probably lying. Okay, we're pretty sure he was lying about it. They did release the affidavit. Uh, affidavit on. They did release the affidavit on Friday, but twenty of the thirty-eight pages were redacted. So you didn't really find out why they did it. Of course, the media is going with the introduction, which is the laws they think President Trump broke. 
that's what they decided to talk about. And it's it just, it was, it's dumb. Okay, well, the government says he broke this law and that law, obstruction or something like that. Well, here's the problem. Um, yeah, okay, but what evidence said that? It doesn't matter what the affidavit said as far as what laws he broke. The re Where did you get the evidence that they broke the laws? Well, they redacted all of that. President Trump, of course, had a... You knew he was going to respond. He was going to respond to this, and his response was precious. He released a statement where it was all redacted except for four words. Make America great again. Everything was redacted. It was on his. It was on his official, um, official uh, title. He had his whole title and everything. It was. It was fantastic. Um, right now, a Bush, a, a Trump. I believe he was. A, she's a Trump uh, magistrate. She said that there needs to be a. There needs to be a separate. There needs to be a separate uh, council to a special council to actually look at this. They didn't call it a special council. She called it something else, but she intimated that they're going to have to get a special counsel. She didn't order it yet. She just made the statement saying, I think we're going to need to do that. Chances are because of who she is, it, it, that's going to happen. Now, the question is, is that person who is going to be selected, is that person going to be nonpartisan? It's going to be a Trump supporter. Is it going to be a Obama supporter or Biden supporter, which are the same thing? We don't know. So let's, let's give something about the affidavit. The affidavit itself <coughs> really did not have any information. The only information that really kind of sets things up is there's a guy named Cash Patel on page 19. He worked for the he was a, he worked he was an advisor for the Secretary of Defense. Cash Patel was interviewed and he said that Donald Trump was working to declassify the documents some documents with uh, the Department of Defense. Right off the bat there, and don't forget, the president is allowed to declassify documents. I think even now he can do it during his tenure. He is allowed to do that. Now, there are some things we did find out. Paperwork wasn't filled out correctly. So some things that he declassified, there wasn't paperwork saying that that documentation was declassified. Okay, that's, a, that's an error. And... The DOJ has a right to get that. And the National Archive has a right to get that. Um, tags were not removed from the dark documents. That's a big deal. You have to remove the top secret tags. I actually grabbed some computers from my old job. And I can see we're going to run long. So I grabbed computers. I had to remove all the secret tags on them in order to keep the computers. And then, of course, I had to destroy the hard drives. And I had to replace the hard drives. So that is a big deal. Um, Trump was very sloppy with how he kept these. The reason there was, we made fun of napkins being taken and things like that, and Obama, it's because all this classified material was mixed in with all this other crap. That's why they took everything, including passports. Trump was very sloppy with how he kept his paperwork. Now, that's not a crime. That's not a crime, but yeah, it, it's you can kind of understand why the government's kind of worried about this. Well, 
kind of. Because the reality is this this is really overblown. Um, it just, they were complaining that the safe wasn't secure enough. Of course, supposedly he secured the safe and it was approved. But, listen, is this a hunting expedition? I would bet my left arm it is. I would bet my left arm this was all a hunting expedition. But the reality is we need to ask another question. And this is not a pro-Trump question. It's not. It's, why did Trump have these documents in the first place? Why did he need these documents? We, of course, we don't know. Um, there was a, a, a Republican asked that same question. And instead of saying, I don't know what he had, he sat back and started defending Trump. Let's stop defending people. Ben Shapiro today had a great podcast. You should listen to it because he really does go over all this stuff. And that was one of the things I that was itching my mind when it comes to this Mar-a-Lago raid was, okay, I mean, yeah, but if this stuff is classified or unclassified, did, did Trump break the law? Probably not. But the reality is he did have things the archives wanted. And outside of that, there is... Why did he have that stuff? Why did he need that stuff? Even declassifying it, why did he need to declassify it? Those are going to be the questions. Of course, we don't know any of the answers until we know what they took. And if he declassified it, then the DOJ should have no problem releasing that stuff. So I'm not going to go crazy into blaming the DOJ. I'm not going to go crazy into blaming the FBI. I'm not going to go crazy into the into blaming the National Archives. But we need some information, and we're not getting any of that information. Now, Scott Adams, who is the creator of Dilbert, he actually was trolling the left. Because the left, the media especially, and that's who he was actually trolling, the media is making out like, oh, Trump's going to prison again. I mean, that's all we hear, Trump's going to prison. This is a president who was impeached twice. So Trump's going to prison, he's going to be indicted, he's going to be in handcuffs, blah, 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 blah. Well, Scott Adams decided to troll the me- the left and the media, which is basically the same thing. Why don't you listen to it? Because it's pretty funny. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, but he... I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Try not to. But I care about my country so much. Uh, people, people, he had documents, he had documents, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, I love my country so much, and to see it be destroyed right in front of me, America, come back, come back. Documents. Yeah, documents. people uh, let's try to soldier on 
Be strong. Be strong. We can do this if we stick together. Document. I mean, honestly, that he, he pretty much hit it right on the head. And by the way, Scott Adams, not a lefty. Not a righty, I mean. Not a conservative. I've read about four of his books. He is not conservative by any stretch of the imagination. He admires Trump, but he's not a Trump fan. I... But this this is true. So I, I think this is going to make the FBI and the DOJ look bad. I don't think what they did is necessarily bad, but we don't know what they were doing. That's the whole thing. And the DOJ, if they were not doing bad, should probably just release what they said. I mean, if Trump had classified data, well, then you should say that, and this is the data they had. Of course, Trump can just declassify it. I believe he can declassify anything within his administration even after he's president. So, I just think we need more information. Here's great news. Here, uh, not great news. Here is news. And this is, this is actually huge news. And this might be one of the reasons the DOJ and FBI have to come clean about the Trump raid. By the way, again, you should listen to Ben Shapiro's podcast because he said something that was very interesting. This is the Democrats. The Democrats need to have the attention away from Biden and the economy and is the border crisis and his foreign policy crisis. Did you have you did you even know that we are about to get into the Iranian nuclear deal again? Israel is throwing an absolute fit. Israel has been trying to contact the President of the United States. The, the Prime Minister of Israel has been trying to contact the President of the United States, and you, the President hasn't answered the phone. We are so focused on Trump, and Fox News is doing this too, that we're not looking at Biden and his failures. This is what they want. They want us not to see Biden. They want us to forget Biden. And they want us to forget Biden because of the crappy job he's done. And this is how Biden got elected. Biden never debated, barely debated Trump. Biden never went out in public during the 2020 election. He just basically sat in the corner and let all attention be on Trump. He's doing the same thing again. We need to bring the focus away from the narrative that the, the left is trying to create and start focusing on what's important. The economy, the fit crime, the border crisis, the foreign policy disasters. Even Fox News is not paying attention to that stuff. They keep talking about Mar-a-Lago. Okay, it's been three weeks. Yes, it's, been, it's unprecedented. Yes, it, there probably is some... There is This is political probably political. We don't know. But this cannot be the focus because that's what the Democrats want. And it's already showing in the polls. Democrats are expected. There's a 66% chance that the Democrats are going to take the Senate. And now it's looking like the Republicans are going to get the House, but they're, this is not going to be a red wave in November. Now, couple of things. It's really early still. We still have two months to get through. So we can't necessarily believe this is going to happen. 
But the reality is Republicans are screwing this whole thing up again. Instead of just, instead of making a martyr of Trump, why don't you guys run on what's happening in the country now? Focus on the country. Ignore the, 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 the blue bobble in the corner and focus on the country because that's what this is. Mar-a-Lago is nothing but a shiny object that's supposed to take our attention away from what's really happening. Okay, so Mark Zuckerberg, and this is another thing that's really important. Mark Zuckerberg on the Joe Rogan experience made an absolutely huge admission. Listen. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. Had that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey... Um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What we do is we have. Um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution has decreased, in, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less, so fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely by what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically, a um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper-political issues, so depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much, but right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's like very professional law enforcement, they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was. It basically fit the pattern. So the FBI was going around and telling, not telling, but suggesting that there's going to be misinformation dropped. And the media companies, the, the social media companies blocked it. And I know that, that Mark Zuckerberg is kind of a kind of a freedom of speech guy kind of and he tried to say well we didn't exactly do with twi what twitter did which is true sort of because twitter because facebook i don't have a facebook account so i don't actually know what they did personally but these are the things we need to worry about 
when the FBI becomes politicized, and understand something, the reason they hate Trump, the FBI hates Trump, the CIA hates Trump, the Department of Defense hates Trump, is he is a um, deep state, anti-deep state swamp eliminator, which is he wants to eliminate the bureaucracy. He destroys the bureaucracy. And the FBI it has become one of the worst politicized bureaucracies out there. Them and the IRS. And he's going out to destroy them. Well, the bureaucracies are trying to protect themselves. Mar-a-Lago is important because it shows that. Uh, the FBI, this announcement is huge by Zuckerberg. Because it shows that the FBI has been politicized. This is the stuff we should be focusing on that. And we should be saying, we should be focusing on why is Biden doing this? Again, news has to be looked at in 3D. We know that Biden knows about it. Biden probably signed off on it, the Mar-a-Lago raid. And we know that the FBI was was actually going out there and telling social media companies there's going to be misinformation about the Hunter Biden laptop. And they did the same thing with the uh, daughter's diary. Joe Biden, I don't know what the problem is with, with Biden's and keeping their crap, but, but the Biden's daughter also, diary was also released. Two people were just thrown in jail for trying to sell the daughter's diary. By the way, the daughter's diary, apparently, there is information about Joe Biden taking showers with his daughter. Inappropriate showers with his daughter. Again, I don't know. I haven't read the diary. But the FBI arrested two people who were trying to sell the diary, and now they're going to jail. Meanwhile, BLM has riots all over the place, and nobody goes to jail, and the FBI just says, says we have nothing to do with it. That's a problem. That's a real problem. And it has we have to take away the focus of, well, Trump is, was victimized by the FBI. No, we have to ask, we need to look away from Trump. And we need to look at Joe Biden and say, why did you do that? And why did you sign up? You had to have signed off on that. Fo the focus, and Trump needs to do this too. Trump, if he wants to run, he needs to make it about take the spotlight off of him and put it on Joe Biden. Well, Joe Biden knew about this. Why don't you ask him? It's his DOJ. It's his FBI. I haven't been president for a year. That's what he needs to do if he's going to run in 2024. He needs to put the focus on Biden. Biden's economy, border crisis, crime, foreign policy, all that needs to be our weakening of our defense. China, Hunter Biden, the business dealings, how Biden got so rich, he needs to put that all back on Biden because Biden is corrupt. All right, other things. Uh, Mickey, Mantle, uh, uh, Mickey Mantle baseball cards sold, sold, get this, for a record $12.6 million a baseball card. If you don't know what a baseball card is, it's a piece of cardboard with a picture and statistics on the back. 12.6 million. That's a record. There is 
this card is the highest um, privately sold piece of memorabilia in history. The other piece, it surpassed uh, the the second place is Diego Maradona's jersey from the 1986 World Cup. That one sold for 9.3 million. Now, at the time when I was alive, when I really cared about this, Honus Wagner's baseball card, which is the oldest baseball card of an all-star or a not an all-star, but a Hall of Famer, that sold for 7.25 million. I didn't know about Diego Maradona's. Uh, it just tells me I need to go through my baseball cards. Oh, and then in other news, uh, and I don't know how much we're going to get through today. I'm probably going to go over. But in other news, uh, the Artemis One is a rocket that NASA built that was going to be sent to the moon. I think it was going to do a lap around the moon, and then it was going to come back. It's going to be unmanned because they want to test their rockets to see if they can get to the moon, go do a couple of laps around the moon, and then they wanted to test the pod, which would have held the astronauts, and seen what would happen when it re-entered the orbit. Because apparently it's like 55,000 degrees or something crazy. Like, I don't know how much, but it'd be, it'd be approaching the Earth at 26,000 miles an hour. It'd be entering the atmosphere and, you know, crap burns up there. And they even had dummies in the uh, module, the lunar module, that would be coming in. So, that, it, it's kind of, I'm sorry, it's not a lunar module. It's, a, it's, I can't remember what they call it. But, so it was going to be unmanned. Well, apparently, one of the engines failed to cool during one of the tests, which is kind of a big deal because you've got like a million gallons, and it's not like, it's a million gallons of hydrogen fuel, and the thing would have gone up and just blown up. So they they put it off. It was supposed to launch today. It's not launching today. It's going to launch, they say, either next week or next month. They're not really sure. The reason I bring this up is, one, I'm a huge space guy. I, li I like space. But two, it's because it really shows how awesome Elon Musk is. Elon Musk, who is private, and apparently he didn't have a lot to do with this, he's been sending crap to space all the time. And he has already said, not only are we going to, sp to, to the moon, we're going to Mars. And the first rocket that NASA, which is a public company, which is a public bureaucracy, sends, they can't get it off the ground because they didn't make it right? This is the whole thing. Innovation, innovation, innovation. Hey, the left wants us all to drive electric vehicles. That's fine. Let the companies create the electric vehicles and make them better and better and better and better. Because that's the only way that is the only way that we're going to all be in electric vehicles. Because not only do we need the technology, and no, we're not doing anything else. The news itself was, was enough of a podcast. But electric vehicles, the technology's not there yet, but it's developing. Look at what Tesla has done. Look at the electric vehicles that Ford and GM have now and compare those to the electric vehicles that were 10, 12 years ago. 
And yeah, we had electric vehicles 10, 12 years ago. Look at the technology, how it's developed and grown. Hey, these companies, these private companies already know that we need to go away from gas-powered vehicles. Okay, they know. And they know that eventually state, the governments are going to want to go away from gas-powered vehicles. California has said, hey, we want zero gas-powered vehicles sold in California. Zero. None. Virginia is following suit. And that's fine, except are we going to have the technology to do that in 2035? It's probably unconstitutional too, but that goes beyond the point. I don't mind that California did this because it's going to push the manufacturers to develop. And, And that's the whole thing. The private sector always comes up with an idea comes up with a plan, comes up with a product. Let the private sector do it and stop putting regulations on them, which is what the Biden administration is doing. California, yeah, they're a bunch of idiots. I got it. But I don't mind California did this because now they're Ford, GM, Tesla, they're going to try and create products that meet the standards of gas-powered cars. And that's a good thing. California is doing it for stupid reasons. They just don't want us to drive anymore is what it comes down to. And I'm sorry, the the best car in the country, electric car, by the way, in the country can only go 300 miles on a single charge. I, I know we're hearing from the New York po- the New York Times and the Washington Post, well, why do you need to drive 300 miles anyway? Well, if I want to go to Vegas, that's 300 miles. If I want to go to San Francisco, that's almost 500 miles. And by the way, it's none of your damn business what I do with my car. If I want to drive 300 miles, I want to drive 300 miles. But let the private sector take all of the regulations off the private sector and let them develop it. Because here's the thing. The private sector, this is fascism, by the way. And we'll talk about fascism tomorrow. The government wants to own everything. They want to control everything. And if they can't control everything, which is socialism, then they're going to put such heavy regulations on companies that the companies have to do what the government want. That wants. That's fascism. And we're going to talk about fascism tomorrow because that's going to be a big deal. But remember, that's the difference between fascism and socialism. A lot, I mean, boy, I'm really going off topic. But the idea is, with this Artemis being canceled, it shows that the private sector builds better rockets than the public sector. That Elon SpaceX and Elon Musk can build better rockets than NASA and the government. That Elon Musk is probably going to build the next rocket that gets to the moon. And Elon Musk will probably build the next rocket that gets to Mars. It won't be NASA. Okay, so visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I skipped about every story (laughs) there's to skip. But these stories are actually kind of important. So I will, unless something bizarre happens tonight, today, and I don't think it's going to because I think Joe Biden is still in, I think he's still in freaking Delaware. Again, another vacation. So visit my website. You can see everything. Um... 
I hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.